Society fans, if you are hearing my voice right now, it means you're awesome. You're amazing. You've donated your monthly member. You've spent your hard-earned cash month in and month out to Maximum Fun and to keep this podcast going. It's incredible. Thank you so much. And you exclusively get to hear an amazing pilot that just regular Joes who don't uh, shell out their cash don't get to hear. And this is a pretty great one. For bonus content, we are, we're bringing out some big guns. This pilot is written by Bill Lawrence and Brent Morin. Uh, Brent, you may know from Undateable, uh, from his stand-up specials. Bill Lawrence, uh, let's see, has created or co-created Spin City, Cougar Town, Undateable, uh, Scrubs. Uh, all kinds of shows. Um, so Bill and Brent together wrote a pilot called In It. And we are going to bring you a reading of that pilot. Brent Morin not only wrote the pilot, but stars as Henry. We've got Natalie Morales as Rose. Arturo Del Puerto as Angel. Nicole Sullivan as Nancy and Bethany. Hemke Madeira uh, what does Hemke play? Uh, this is bonus content, so I'm kind of winging it uh, here, guys. Hemke plays Diego Perez and John John. Uh, and then we've got Krista Miller as Captain Miller and Maria. We've got Greg Santos as Carlo and Jose Martinez. Dino Archie plays Rondo. Drew Tarver plays Keith. Paul Edelstein plays Brad. And Jesus Trejo plays the hoodlum. And the priest. Uh, pretty amazing cast. Pretty great pilot here for your bonus content. We really can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for helping to keep Dead Pilot Society going. And uh, we hope you will enjoy this bonus episode. Here's In It by Bill Lawrence and Brent Morin. Uh, We start in a crappy apartment at night. There's a microwave that buzzes. Henry, 30-ish, says 30, but he's 30-ish, opens it. He grabs a very sad slice of pizza. He could be handsome if he didn't look so beaten down in his wrinkled shirt, old Red Sox hat. He bites into the pizza, immediately reacts, his mouth burned. He puts on a winter coat and exits his rundown apartment. He tries to close the door behind him, but it's one of those doors that sticks and won't close all the way, and he just gives up and leaves his apartment half open. We go outside that apartment building. Henry exits his crappy apartment building and gets in his brown 2003 piece of crap sedan with an Uber sticker on the windshield, and we're in Boston. It's a late night on the cold streets of Boston. The colors are muted and depressing. People stumble out of bars, loud, angry, happy. Henry pulls up to the curb. He checks his phone to make sure he's at the right address, and just then, Bethany, 28, trashy, with a thick Boston accent, gets in the back with a nicely dressed guy, Keith. They're making out. It's horrifically sloppy. Henry starts driving and then looks in the rearview mirror. Are you serious? Well, ah, fucking hell. 
Bethany, what the fuck? You know this guy? I'm her boyfriend. <laughs> ah, please. Henry, we had sex like three times. Don't fuck this up for me. Keith runs a Toyota dealership. Oh, you know what? You have no heart. She's got no heart, Keith. Should we just get another car? No, 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 <laughs> Keith. It's all good. I'm fine. Careful with her, my friend. Okay, she can't wait to be a horrible mother. Oh, why do you always have to be such a cock? Oh, you know what? I love that accent. The way you say cock. Yeah, that's a great accent. So beautiful. Let me suck your cock. Yeah, I love it. Cock. It feels like... Jesus, are you making out again? <laughs> Without stopping the kiss, Bethany gives him the finger. Henry's phone rings. He looks down at the number and immediately answers. Hey, Mom, what's up? As Henry listens, his face drops. It's obviously bad news. I'll be on the next plane out. He hangs up, shell-shocked. He looks back in the rear view. My dad died. Henry looks in the mirror again, but only sees Keith staring back. Bethany's head is now out of the frame. She's doing... <laughs> She's doing very unclassy things. Keith looks scared and answers the look. Sorry, man, I'm, I'm really wasted. <laughs> we go to Miami during the day. The colors are now vibrant, very Miami. The camera moves over a modest Latin neighborhood. Uh, we'll use my son's drone for this shot. We track Henry, now clean-shaven, as he walks down the sidewalk, heading to a local church. Uh, inside the church, it's standing room only for this funeral. Henry is with his mom, Nancy, late 60s, a foul-mouthed Boston wise-ass. She's in tears as the priest speaks. The camera pans around. The different types of people in attendance, locals, teenagers, school teachers, co-workers, even a few sketchy thug types that we'll meet later. Jose was many things. A teacher, a community leader, a man willing to help anyone at any time. He was the soul of our neighborhood and will be remembered as a true son of God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jose's stepson, Henry, will now say a few words. Henry. Henry doesn't notice. He's lost, staring at the different photos of his stepfather, Jose Martinez, teaching at school, working at a shelter, accepting an award, etc. Finally, after a long beat, Henry looks up. Uh, uh, yes. He walks up. Right. He pulls some messy notes from his pocket. Um... Hi, uh, my name is uh, Henry Martinez. I know, the face screams Martinez. I thought you would laugh at that. Okay. When I grew up in Boston, it was just me and my mom. Uh, then in seventh grade, we came out to Miami on a vacation. Stayed at this nasty, Holiday Inn, two blocks from Hobie Beach. It's still there. My mom loves the salsa. And she's actually you know, pretty good. Well, that's how she... Um, that's how she met Jose. Dancing. I love to dance. Anyway, um... The first time I met my dad, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to like him. But you know, Jose, he wouldn't have it. First, I wouldn't even talk to him, you know. And then one day, he, I came home crying. You know, I got beat up a lot in school, a lot. One of the thugs, uh, Angel, we'll see him later, turns to his friends proudly and mouths, that was me. I did that. <laughs> Bye. 
I just lost it. As Henry tells the story, we drift into the actual flashback. We're outside Henry's house. A crying, bloody 13-year-old Henry yells at Jose. Current Henry narrates and dubs young Henry's lines. It shouldn't, it shouldn't match perfectly. Now I was like, you the, know. The younger self starts speaking. I hate Miami. You know, I'm always sweaty. I can't speak Spanish. You made my mom move here. This is your fault. Everyone thinks I'm a loser. And you know what he, he, uh, what he said? Jose sits by young Henry, wipes away the blood and tears. The boys that did this to you, they are not your problem. Your problem is you, Henry. You think you're a loser, and you're wrong. <laughs> I see in there. I see who you really are. You're smart, kind, honest. Just stay true to that, and I promise I will always be proud of you. As Jose kisses Henry's head, Henry's eulogy prelapsed the cut. That's what I think my dad, uh, you know, he did for anyone who got to know him. We go back to emotional Henry as he finishes up. He made you feel like someone, someone to be proud of. This resonates with everyone. Henry gathers himself and finishes. And then the mic goes out. <laughs> Henry gets hugs from well-wishers at the church steps. Minutes later, he ad-libs small talk. Yeah, I went back to Boston for college and just stayed there. Henry spots Rose off by her car, 28. We'll meet her later, and time stops for him. Rose can't get close as he is surrounded by well-wishers, and obviously on her way out, she smiles and mouths hi and sorry. He smiles and mouths thanks. Then he mouths, you look fat. She laughs and walks off. Henry watches her go, and we're in Henry's house at the reception that day. Henry and his mom pick from a sad cheese tray as she drinks and looks over at someone. Christ, your Aunt Barb actually showed. Oh, Jesus, she always kisses me on the lips. I hate it. Look at her fucking stupid hair. <laughs> Unbelievable. Henry chuckles. We see Aunt Barb, 60s, with bad boyish puffy hair. I don't know. Maybe she fucks girls now. Or maybe that's it. I don't know. Mom. Maybe she fucks girls. <laughs> Mom. Live and let live. How's Boston? Oh, it's great. You know, I mean, that app I was doing, you know, it's getting traction, it's catching on, you know. I, and it, when it does, I'll, I'm set for life, for real. You know, crazy times, knock on wood. Boop, boop. Oh, that's sweet. It's, that's, uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's real good. He changes the subject. Well, you know, the house looks good. Oh, great. Well, enjoy it while you can. The bank's taking it. Wait, what? What happened? <laughs> what do you mean, what happened? We fell behind on payments. Your dad was trying to catch us up, but... I don't know, maybe I can move in with Barb. We're blood, so she can't try to sex me up while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Mom, you love this house. Let me help. Let me help you. Help? I'm, how? Come on. Henry, one day it's an app, the next day it's some restaurant you're going to open. Grow up, kiddo. This is real life. This hits Henry a little hard. His mom notices. Ah, I don't, know. don't listen to me. I'm half shit faced. She downs her wine. All right, I'm gonna go get five more of these and try to talk to people. She kisses him and walks off, and we reveal Angel behind Henry. Oh, man. That made you feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> Angel Perez uh, smiles at Henry in his new money suit. Sometimes Angel is sweet and sensitive and easy to root for, other times he's violently bipolar. <laughs> oh, I, oh, Angel, wow, I. 
Oh, hey, it's you know, it's you. Uh, long time. Angel hugs Henry. Henry's immediately nervous. Oh, okay, we're hugging. Okay. You know, man. <laughs> Back in high school, your pops was the only teacher who didn't treat me like some fucking criminal, you know, like a, like a piece of shit. He was a great man. El Rey Mierda. <laughs> Thanks, you know, I, you know, that stuff you heard with my mom that I just said, that, you know. You don't have to explain to family, man. Yeah, you, you don't have to explain family to me, brother. They always know how to say the shit that makes you bleed. Henry sees his mom over talking to Aunt Barb. Yeah, they do. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Get some drinks, eh? some tequila, clear your head, eh? No. no. Well, you know, yeah, you know, I should stay, you know, I should stay as my dad's wake and I gotta help clean up. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. <laughs> they immediately go to a Miami dive bar that night. They both toss back another drink. Henry seems more drunk than Angel, even though they've been going drink for drink. Oh my god. You know, I always I you know I I, I always knew my mom thought I was a failure. I just never thought she'd say it. She's right. I've got no job, no girl, no life. Now she's gonna lose a house and I can't do a thing to help. The moment just sits there for a second and then with a laugh. <laughs> Christ, man, you're fucking depressing. <laughs> Henry, Henry, you were always the smartest kid I knew. I mean, you definitely talk way too fucking much. I know, everybody says that. You figure something out to help your mom. I, I, I know these things. Henry nods, things. grateful. Just then, Angel gets bumped by a little cocky hoodwin in a tank, tank top. Angel turns to face him. The fuck you looking at, homeboy? Henry's terrified. There's a flash of dark malice in Angel's eyes, but then it's gone. Angel smiles. My apologies, man. That's what the fuck I thought, homeboy. The hoodlum walks off. Henry breathes. <sighs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it, you know, I thought things were gonna get crazy. You know, I felt like my heart, you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, you know, I don't feel it, but you know, it's really fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that asshole's not fucking worth it, man. Did you really just say that? I mean, this is okay. I'm sorry. You know, I know I'm drunk and this is a thing, but this is not the angel I remember. I was, I mean, I gotta be honest. I was so scared of you in high school. hermano? We were friends. No, we weren't friends. You weren't friends with anybody. You were crazy. You used to beat the shit out of everyone, including me, a lot. Remember that kid, Caleb? Well, I mean, that kid was weird. He he was always reading. <laughs> you put him in a coma. Hey, he woke up, man. Came back to school. Yes, I, I mean, he's, he wasn't in advanced classes anymore. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I don't do that shit now, man. Okay, people change. I mean, I mean, you sit here whining like a bitch because your mom thinks you're a loser. My mom got shot when I was five, okay? And I'm fine, man. I'm fine, okay? Your pups died <laughs> and you're sad. And, and he, he, that makes sense, whatever. I work for my father now, man, I, and I love him, man. I love him, but just, just, just once, you know, just once, just once. <laughs> I wish he just—he was proud of me, man. That, 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 the way your dad did for you, fuck, that's stupid. <laughs> no, that's 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 not stupid. Hey, hey, hey. Henry puts his hand on Angel's shoulder. It's a drunk moment. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> How about that? Angel looks a little skeptical. No, I'm serious. To be where you are compared to the psycho kid I know, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Angel's moved. He nods, then hushed. Thank you, Henry. <laughs> There's a beat. I gotta pee. Henry walks off. Angel sips his drink, immediately shifts gears, and coldly stares at the hoodlum he bumped into before. And we're in the Miami dive bar bathroom moments later. Henry pees while simultaneously using his phone, direct messaging Rose from the funeral on Instagram. The bathroom door opens. It's Angel. Whoa, hey. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, I got, I, 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 I,
I know somewhere else we can go, man. Henry presses send on his phone and follows Angel out. We go immediately to Rose's bedroom that night. Rose is uh, currently in bed with Brad, uh, a little old for her. Just joking, Paul. Post-sex. She looks at her phone and laughs. (laughs) Oh, man, this is so stupid. Um, This guy I used to be friends with DM'd me. Figured I'd get this out of the way. This is my son. She shows, she shows the picture on her phone. It is Gizmo, the gremlin from the movie. Brad doesn't laugh at all. Not sure I like you DMing with some other guy like two minutes after we had sex. Well, then you can go. Realizing she means it, he sheepishly leaves. Rose looks at her phone goes back to texting. We're in Angel's car that night. Angel drives as Henry is glued to his phone, still drunk fuck is a gizmo? Nah, he's, he's a cute gremlin, you know? It's from the movie. Yeah, I saw her when, I, when we were kids, you know, we saw it together. Rose is so beautiful, you know? She's like, like inside and out, you know? Angel's paying attention. Henry plays with the radio. Oh my God, this is a sick car. You, you know, you're just like, you know, are you just like a cool guy, you know? Like, <laughs> you've got the neck tattoo with a suit. You're like a pro soccer player. <laughs> That's dope, man. He stumbles across a radio station and he finds the song Mbop by Hanson. Get the fuck out of here, Hanson! Mbop, <laughs> You remember these guys? What happened to them? The song continues to play as Henry's phone dings. He has a message on Instagram from Rose. Oh, shit, she wrote me back! Ooh. Rose Gizmo, you did it! Wait, wait, wait. Do I know this chick? No, no, she, no, she was, you know, she was in my neighbor, but she, you know, she went to private school. Well, you know, you know, what should I say? What should I say? You know what? Should I tell her? You know, I'm staying at my mom's. Fuck no. Not too late. I already did. Oh great. They stop at a remote red light. They're in the middle of nowhere. Hanson's mbop still blasting. Angel casually gets out of the car. Where, where are you going? Angel walks up to the only other car at the light. In the driver's seat, we reveal the hoodlum from the bar. Angel has been following him. He pulls a gun out and opens fire. Henry jumps up in his seat. Mbop continues to play. In slow motion, the hoodlum's car drifts forward. Angel calmly walks after it, still firing. Finally, he opens the door and puts the gun to the hoodlum's head and fires, killing him. Henry freaks, tries to get out, but the seatbelt is stuck. He can't get out. Angel opens Henry's door, blood spatter on his face. Get out, get out, get out. Come on, let's go. Henry is shaking as he gets his seatbelt off. He falls out of the car, so scared his legs aren't working. Please don't hurt me, please. Angel's thrown by this. He gets insensibly crazed. Hurt you, hurt you. Why Why the fuck would I hurt you, man? We're supposed to be friends. Friends, I'm eagle, man. I, I let you see my heart, Henry, my heart. You said you said you were proud of me. Was that bullshit? Was that bullshit? You said you were proud. Angel's terrifying, covered in blood, holding a gun. Henry goes into survival mode. No, 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 no. Of course, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. We are friends. Okay, you just... You surprised me. Yeah, yeah, well, the friends have each other's backs. No, 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 I have your back. I have your back. What the fucking help me? Grab his legs. Grab his legs. Angel. Grab his legs. Angel pulls the body out of the car. He's covered in blood. Henry grabs his legs and throws up in his mouth a little. You swallow that shit. You swallow that shit. <laughs> Henry does. They throw, hey. the bo- <laughs> they throw the body in the trunk of the hoodlum's car. Angel closes it. He's now eerily calm. He looks over at Henry. Henry, I'm going to need you to drive his car and follow me. No, I can't. I, I just, I, I can't. Angel takes the back of Henry's head. He pulls their foreheads together. He looks him in the eyes. Shh. Look at me. Mirame, mirame. You're my friend, Henry. I won't let anything happen to you. I promise. 
You with me? Henry nods. Angel lets go of him, jumps into his car. Henry gets in the hoodlum's car, which is covered in blood. Go! Still shaking, Henry starts the hoodlum's car. Mbop by Hanson is also playing on the radio in this car. <laughs> he pulls away, unable to not bop his head, and follows Angel. We go to exterior of Henry's house. The next... <laughs> We go to the exterior of Henry's house the next morning. The tail end of sunrise sparkles against the morning dew. Birds are waking up. It's beautiful in an idyllic way. Inside Henry's house, in Henry's bedroom, Henry's on the floor, wide awake, in the same clothes from the night before. He did not sleep. His phone rings. It's Angel. He doesn't want to answer, but he's scared not to. We intercut once Henry, once Henry answers, terrified. Hello. Morning, sunshine. How'd you sleep? Great. Liar. You fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, last night I got a little crazy, huh? <laughs> fucking tequila, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, Surprisingly, yeah. Angel seems ashamed of his own behavior. Look, fuck. Really, I'm, I'm sorry for putting you through that, man. No, it's not cool. Are you mad? Yeah, you're mad. <laughs> anyway, I, I feel bad and... I was thinking about the shit with your mom, so I'm gonna take care of that shit, man. No, 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 no. Wait, Angel. To meet me in 30. Shh. We're having brunch. Brunch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, shut up. I'll text you the address. Angel hangs up. Henry's mom immediately walks in. Oh, good. You're up. My head is pounding. <laughs> Looks like you had a night, too. Oh, honey. Honey, you must have cut yourself shaving. Yellow. You got a blood, little blood on your cheek. She okay. licks her thumb, cleans yeah. the dead guy's blood off Henry's face. There you go. He reacts. He gets a text. It's the address from Angel. You know what? I got, I got to go. Outside of Henry's house, Henry exits, and he immediately notices a black car with tinted windows parked, the silhouette of a driver watching him. Henry tries to be cool and walks away down the sidewalk, but the car starts and slowly follows. Henry picks up the pace. The car does, too. Finally, it lights those dashboard police lights. Panicked, Henry sprints to get away. He tries to jump a fence between yards. His legs catch. He falls on his face. The police car stops. Rose gets out. Henry? What the hell was that? He Rose, looks hey! We time cut to a few minutes later, and Henry and Rose are by her car in mid-conversation. Rose is trying not to laugh. No, you know, stop Stop laughing, okay? This is still a shitty neighborhood. I, you just, you, you know, I got spooked. Stop. Sorry, but that is the funniest thing I have ever seen. You are so unathletic. That's not even a high fence. It's pretty high. <laughs> so, uh, so you're a cop now, huh? You know, that's, uh, that's awesome. You, you know, you got a gun and everything. No, they don't give guns to girls. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Always getting me. I missed you, Rose. She can't help but smile at sweet, vulnerable moment then. Shut up. <laughs> I gotta go to work. You wanna grab a coffee tomorrow? Tell me what the hell you've been up to? You know, that would be great. You know, but I, you know, I gotta go somewhere too, so. You want me to drop you off? No, 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 no. You know, I'm good, I'm good, you know. Rose nods. She looks at him. She drives off. Down the street, her car actually stops. She leans out the window and calls back. I miss you too! <laughs> And we go to Cafe Cubano in the day, and Henry walks up to a local Cuban cafe. Angel sits at an outdoor table with John John, imposing, doesn't smile or talk much, and Rondo, who has his own language. Angel loves his brunch, especially the French toast. Mmm, goddamn, that's nice. To a passing waiter. Hey, hey, kid, go tell the chef I want to fuck this French toast. <laughs> the waiter reacts, not sure it's a compliment. Henry takes a deep breath and walks over. Angel gets up for a hug. 
Hey, there he is. Yo, yo, boys. This is Henry. Henry, these are my boys. This is Rondo. Hey, beloved. How you on it? Henry's baffled. Note, Henry will never get Rondo's slang. This scary looking fuck is uh, John John. Nice to meet you, John John. Henry reaches out his hand. John John just stares back at him. Yeah, he's not going to shake that. Um, <laughs> look, this shit with your mom's house, I got gotcha. you. No, 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 thanks. And so much, obviously. But, you you know, you're embarrassed. Stop it. It's only 60 grand. Don't let your pride get in the way. You, you'll work it off. No, 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 no. That's not going to... No, you told me yourself. No job, no life. You're a loser piece of shit. Well, okay, I don't think I called myself that. You're, you're my best friend. Let me do this for you. There's <laughs> one thing. Nobody can know. Nobody can know what went down last night, okay? Not even my boys. They'll tell my dad, and that'll be a giant shitstorm. So you gotta die with that secret. You feel me? Henry nods. Of course. It's locked up forever. Great, great. Go clean up. You're all sweaty. I'm, I'm gonna order you some French toast. Shell-shocked, Henry turns. He walks to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom. Moments later, Henry hyperventilates in front, in front of the mirror. He splashes water on his face. When he pops back up to look at his reflection, John John is in the mirror startling him. Oh, shit! Hey, John John! John John throws Henry up against the wall. He speaks incredibly calmly. Angel's acting weird. <laughs> what did you do last night? Henry shrugs. You're going to tell me I'm going to... Okay, he murdered a guy or he shot him right in the face and I made, he made me drive. I'm not, I was drunk. John John takes a long beat, looks at Henry. You gave him up that quick? I didn't even finish the fucking sentence. <laughs> what you wanted me to tell you? I'm, you know, I'm just trying to do what you want. You know, this isn't what... This isn't what you want. John John lets go of Henry without warning, hits him in the face. Henry drops. Stop! John John takes his gun out. There's a knock at the door. John John unlocks it. Angel enters with Rondo and sees Henry's bloody lip. He turns to John John. <laughs> so, how'd he do? He tell you about the shit the shit had I killed? He knocked me out? John John, still holding his gun, stares at Henry. Henry begs for his life with his eyes. After a tense moment, John John makes his decision. No. I hit him in his mouth still wouldn't tell me anything. I told you guys he wouldn't give me up. Henry the man! He turns to Henry. Sorry, sorry, dude. I had to test you. You, you. you get it, right? Yeah, absolutely. No big deal. Okay, clean yourselves <laughs> up. Come back out. Rondo ordered mimosas. Hey, we getting drippy, baby. It's dripped down. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck that means, but I love it. <laughs> They're gone. Henry looks at John John, who is washing his hands calmly. Thank you. He gets no response. Why did you do that for me? When I was a kid, my father used to beat my mom up, and me too sometimes. Your father made us tough for a little while. He heads out, he turns back at the door. If he knew what you were doing, you'd be so ashamed. That's it, no more favors. I'm not talking to you ever again. John John waves. As Henry cleans the blood off his face, we go inside the Miami police station that day. Rose is bored looking at her computer when Brad, his badge around his neck like one of those tool cops, walks up holding two coffees. Thanks, I already got a coffee. Oh no, this isn't for you. She stares at him for a long beat. Fine, it's for you. Right then, Captain Kelly Miller, uh, confident as he walks up, she takes one of the coffees that Brad is holding. Latte for me, Brad? Thanks. He walks away defeated. She turns to Rose. It's obvious these two women are friends, just uh, boss and employee as well. So you fuck Brad, huh? 
No, Captain, I did not fuck Detective Keller. That's highly inappropriate. You're right. I'll make sure to report myself. I'll tell you how it turns out. She turns. So what do you think of this new blazer? That depends. Um, are you trying to look like a Catholic schoolboy? No, th that's what I'm going for. Yeah, what's your problem? Fine, I'll be real for a sec. Ooh, this is exciting. Okay, um... When I first became a cop, I, I knew what I was getting into, the whole boys club thing. I, I don't care because this is what I want to do and I'm good at it. I was so psyched when you put me on your task force, but it's been three months, okay? And all I do is computer research, like some intern. I guess I just thought working for you of all people would be, I don't know, different. There it is, Rose. I know what it feels like to be a woman looking for respect around here. Sometimes I feel like I'm playing that whack-a-mole game, only instead of moles, little dicks keep popping up and I just keep hammering them down. <laughs> Maybe we need to look out for each other more. But Rose nods, suckered. Captain Miller then changes her tone. But honey, if you're looking for a gift from me, this, the job was the gift. Anything, sis, you gotta earn. So find your own way into the game and quit fucking whining about it. Do I make myself clear, detective? Yes, Captain. Then back to friends. I get so, was Brad any good in bed? <laughs> no, he tried too hard. Oh, that's very disappointing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the Miami police station meeting room during the day. The room is filled with other detectives from the task force. Rose sits in the back as Brad talks. He shows a surveillance slide of Rojo Martinez, the hoodlum angel murdered. Rojo Martinez and his brother moved in from Tampa in hopes of making a play, but Rojo disappeared the other night and no one knows where. Captain Miller turns on the lights, interrupting him, uninterested. Okay, thank you. Can't <laughs> even pretend to care about some low-level drug dealer from Tampa. Leave that to the beach cops. But you tried very hard, Brad. That's one thing we all can agree on. And she winks at Rose. <laughs> 80% of the Class A felony narcotics that go in and out of Miami go through the Paris cartel. So how about we start today time-wasting meeting by focus on Diego Perez? Uh, she points to a picture of Diego Perez on the wall. We'll meet him later. Lines extend from Diego to other pictures. Or at least someone tell me what's up with this shithead psycho son. She points so we go close on Angel's photo and match cut to Angel smiling and matching his picture. He's looking out his car window at Henry and his mom in the house hugging. We're in Henry's house. Continue as Henry and his mom break the hug. What to say? I mean, you saved me, but I mean, it's a lot of money. Are you sure? Henry can't even speak. Aren't you going to say anything? Henry looks at his mom, sees how happy she is, sees the tears in her eyes, and then he says the only thing he can think of. I'll do anything for you, Mom. I love you. Right then, murr, murr, we hear Angel's car horn honking. Time to go. Henry reacts. Can I borrow Dad's old blazer? We go to the limo that night. DNA by Kendrick Lamar broke blares. Angel, Henry, John, John, and Rondo are dressed up. Henry looks uncomfortable and very white in his blazer. The driver cruises through the bright lights and crowds of Little Havana. Mm, going out with this crew, man. This is joy. Yeah, man. But, I'm, I'm, I'm joyful right now. Man, but look at old church boy, man. You need to tighten it up, man. <laughs> Let me pull your coattails, man. Let's go, man. I'm sorry, what? He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's saying you look like shit. But it's okay. He turns to Rondo. It's not his fault. He's just poor. 
Henry reacts. They pull up outside of Havana Style Nightclub. And outside the nightclub, there's a huge line. Out of habit, Henry gets in the line at the back while Angel and the others go to the front. Angel notices Henry standing at the back of the line. Yo, pendejo, what are you doing? Henry leaves the line, walks back up to them. I was just joking. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking hilarious, yeah, man. Yeah, I love yeah, you, bro. Yeah, Angel yeah. puts his arm we around Henry. Fun, you know? Music starts as Henry is ushered past the bouncers, VIP style, for the first time in his life. And a tracking shot inside the nightclub follows the guys. Henry takes it in. The loud music, the warm colors, the 20-something Hispanic posers staring like they're celebrities. The women. Henry is the only white guy there. They're led to a private table and a waitress hands them champagne. She smiles at Henry. They toast. Angel shouts over the music. So what's what's going on with that chick, that the, the, the gizmo bitch? They yell over the music throughout. Henry's very defensive about Rose. You know, actually, her name is Rose. Actually, she's very nice. Oh. Whoa, sorry, man. <laughs> no, we're getting coffee tomorrow. No, no, what the fuck? It's too loud here. Come, come, come. Angel walks out upset. What? Henry confusedly follows him, and right then, outside the nightclub on the roof, they're tight on a bottle of tequila as Angel pours shots. He and Henry are alone at this rooftop bar with beautiful ocean views. Henry? Mi hermano, I will not let you get coffee with this girl. Henry looks at the view. This is stunning. Why is it empty? I had, I had them clear it out. You could do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, you like Gizmo Girl? Yeah? Henry nods. Okay. Then man the fuck up. Coffee's a bitch friend move. Take her to dinner. Take her to dinner. Call her now. Tell her. Tell her what's up. What? No, no, no. I'll, I'll no text. I'll no text. fucking no, no, no. text, you fucking bitch. Call right now. Angel hands Henry a shot. Just just drink that and dial. Come on, okay? You got this. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Henry throws back the shot and calls her. It's ringing. Angel is sweetly supportive. Hands Henry another shot. Atta boy, atta boy. Get loose, boy. Get loose. too much. Hello? Hey, hello. Rose. Hey, it's, it's, um... It's me, it's Henry. Angel circles Henry on a steady cam as he talks to Rose. We intercut between Rose and the two of them. What's up, nerd? <laughs> um, well, you know, I wanted to talk, I want to, um... <clears throat> <laughs> I uh, wanted to talk to you about our uh, coffee tomorrow. What the fuck? Fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> coffee... Coffee is for fags. Coffee is for homosexuals. <laughs> Henry, are you drunk? Henry chickens out. <laughs> yeah, look, look, I'm sorry. I was, you know, I was just kidding. Angel grabs the phone from him. He covers the mouthpiece. He puts his hand behind Henry's head. He pulls it close. Their foreheads are touching. This becomes their thing. You're not a pussy, Henry. You're a lion. Be a lion. Talk to her with your heart. They separate. Angel nods. Henry looks at the phone. He speaks with confidence. Rose, I, uh, Rose, I want to, I, I want to, I want to take you on an, uh, <laughs> Rose, I want to take you on an actual date, you know, to dinner, uh, you know, a nice place that I can't afford and I'll be sweating on the inside the entire time. <laughs> And uh, you can wear a dress. <laughs> Angel puts his ear by the phone to hear her answer. I don't wear dresses. Uh, neither do I. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, you know, we have that in common. Angel gives him a not bad face. There's a long moment of silence then. How about this? If I'm wearing a dress, it's a date. If I'm not, it's not. Henry smiles. Angel celebrates. He does karate moves in the background. <laughs> 
uh, you know, that sounds good. You know, I will, uh, I will see you tomorrow. <laughs> good night, Henry. He hangs up happy and giddy. Angel and Henry hug. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking nice, man. Yeah. Now, 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 now we got something to celebrate. To fucking celebrate. We go back to the nightclub, back at the table. Henry is still buzzing. Rondo puts out some cocaine. Angel does a big line, turns to Henry. No, 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 thanks. No, I, you know, I've never done that, and I'm kind of an anxious person. Da, 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 just fucking do it. Okay, all right. Hey. Henry does a line, a montage. Henry gets sucked into the life. He dances with beautiful women, does shot, does drugs, repeats. Outside the nightclub that night, Henry, Angel, John, John, and Rondo exit the back of the club. It's a dark, empty parking lot. Henry is high and talking way too much as they walk to their limo. Angel is oblivious, texting. Oh, my God. Did we just leave through the kitchen? I mean, how baller is that? You know, Do people still say baller? <laughs> Dang. Church boy ain't on it, man. That ain't what it do. Yeah. Does anyone understand him? <laughs> you know, he's, like, he's like the craziest guy. You know? It's like, and John, John? You know, John, John. Hello, John, John. John lights a cigarette and ignores Henry. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he said he'd never talk to me again. Now, why is it John, John, by the way? Why is it not just John? You know, I'm not Henry Henry. <laughs> Angel chuckles. John John does not. The driver holds the limo door open as a car pulls up with a man, Carlos Diaz, Rojo's brother, holding a gun. It's a drive-by. Gun! And Henry, Henry pulls Angel down as bolts fly. John John runs after the car, firing his gun, but it's over. Rondo, Angel, and a shaken Henry get up. Angel turns to Henry grateful. Fuck. Thanks, brother. Reveal the limo driver is shot, bloody, and in agony. Angel upset. Oh, man. Who's going to drive us home? We go to exterior of Miami waterfront mansion that night. Angel and Henry walk to Angel's father's house. It's a Spanish-style mansion. Security guys stand out front. Hey, thanks for coming with me. I I hate coming here alone. You know, you said I had to come. And I am happy to be here, though. (laughs) We go inside Diego's mansion, front lobby, continuous. The instant they're in the house, Angel calls up the stairs. I'm here! He turns to Henry. Go sit. I'll grab us a drink. Henry wanders into the living room. He's looking around. He collapses onto the couch exhausted. After a beat, Diego Perez, 60s, intimidating as hell, enters. He's in a fancy robe. He's dressed for bed. Diego says nothing. He just stares. It's so uncomfortable, Henry can't help but speak. That's a really beautiful robe. (laughs) I'm Henry, you know. Angel and I were old friends, you know. He's getting drinks. Nothing. Henry taps the armrest of his chair, making a beat. It's annoying. Diego glares. Henry finally stops. I'm sorry. I tried cocaine for the first time tonight, you know. Is that robe comfortable? It looks comfortable. It's a great color. Angel enters with drinks. Diego speaks Spanish with subtitles. Oye, chico. What the fuck is this idiot? Hey, 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 tranquilo, papi. Henry's my best friend. He just saved my fucking life. Diego addresses Henry in English. I suppose you want me to thank you. I don't really have any expectations. <laughs> Diego, Diego turns and rants at his son. I told you that Rojo wasn't a threat to us. Are you surprised his brother took, you, uh, took a run at you? I said, leave it alone. But you had to go and fucking kill him. But, 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 is that why we went to the bar? You brought this fucking cabron with you? Perfecto. Hey, shut the fuck up, Henry. (laughs) It's okay, Dad. Henry works for us now. They were taking his mom's house, and I paid it off for him, and and now he's, you know, my friend. Really? With what money you paid it off? Hey, I I have my own money. No, you don't. You're a piece of shit. He turns to Henry. You save a fucking piece of shit. 
Diego exits to the kitchen. Angel's embarrassment is embarrassed and angry. He paces and gets more manic in the following speech. You know why? You know why I fucking love you, Henry? I never asked. I never asked you for respect. You just, you just gave it to me. You know, you know, you know. I'm smart. You know, you know. I'm kind. You're proud of me. You know how much that means when I, when I was a kid, I was so fucking lonely. Fuck, Henry, I, I found this shitty dog on the beach, took it home, asked that if I could keep it. He said he didn't trust me enough to wipe my, uh, my own ass, much less take care of the dog. Then he shot it right in the face. Death, is that something a father does? Hmm? Well, not most fathers. No, 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 no. That fat fuck has never shown me an ounce of respect. Angel takes out his gun. You know how easy it be, man? You just you just go fucking to him like 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 that. Put him down like that dog. Blow his brains all over the kitchen. You know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it. No, 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 As no, no, Angel no, no, starts off, Henry stops him. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, remember? Fathers and sons, right? Wow, you know, they really know how to push our buttons. <laughs> Look, no more killing, okay? No more killing, no more killing. Okay, let's just, let's put the gun down. Let's put it down, put it down, put it down, put it down. Okay, hear me out, hear me out. Hear Angel me out. does. Okay, maybe it's time that, we, you know, we tell him what you're really feeling inside, you know? They pull their foreheads together again. Be a lion, remember? It's your turn to be a lion. Angel takes it in, he nods, he calmly leaves the room. In the kitchen, Diego's making a sandwich when Maria, in her 30s, uh, crazy in a dangerous way, comes up, kisses him, and then playfully grabs his love handles. Someone forgot he already had dinner. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't grab onto me. Oh, baby, I love your handles. Don't call them that. <laughs> I'm meeting friends. Don't wait up. It's so late. No. Well, you got to go out. Because I'm not 100 years old like you. Don't make me kill you. She walks away. She shakes her butt a little as she goes. You'll never kill me, baby. You let me. Diego watches her, and we reveal Angel is there, too, watching her go. Sweet girl. She heading to church? The following is all in Spanish with subtitles. What the fuck you want? It's not a joke, Dad. I killed that prick because he was running his mouth, calling you soft. I did it for you. Ay, Jesucristo. Don't do things for me. Hey, 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 papa, I can fix this. Just, just, let, just let me take out his brother. Problem solved. You don't think he's waiting for you? I'll tell you something else. I'm not having any of my guys go get killed over your stupid shit. Not one of them. Then what the fuck do we do? They walk through the living room and get to Henry. Diego stares at him, and then in English. He works for me now, right? Then let him work. Call it your fucking interview. Excuse me, what's happening? <laughs> Diego turns to Henry. I want Carlos Diaz dead by tomorrow night. No. Get the fuck out of here. Diego walks upstairs to go to sleep. Henry looks horrified. No, 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 Angel. I you have to. I know you're scared. But this is, this is actually a good thing. He'll accept you. He'll, he'll accept you. I'm, I'm excited for you, man. I really am. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. Henry nods, trying to hold together, but he's not okay. We go to Henry's house. The next day in the bedroom, he's asleep. His eyes shoot open. After a beat of thought, he makes a decision, and we jump cut. Henry furiously packs his duffel bag, about to run. His mother enters. Sweetie, your friend's 
here. He's been waiting for you to wake up. John John enters. Henry tries to hide his duffel bag. So either of you too hungry? No! Sorry. No, I'm good. No, we're good. He turns to John John. What, have you been out there all night? John John ignores Henry. He addresses the mom. Excuse me, Mrs. Martinez. Nancy steps back in. Your husband was very kind to me. I'm sorry for your loss. Well, thank you. We gotta get going. John John exits. Henry knows he has to follow. He hugs his mom deeply as if it might be the last time. Oh, oh my goodness. Why, why did you turn into such a pussy all of a sudden? And Henry exits. We go to John John's car. John John drives, ignoring Henry as Henry has a mini nervous breakdown. No. No, 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 no. Okay, I can't do this. You know I can't do this. There's no response. Just let me leave town. I, I swear, I swear, I won't, I won't say anything. Talk to me. No response. You know what? Fuck you. You know, fuck you. All right, yeah, that's right. Giving me shit, all right? Telling me that my dad and he'd be disappointed in me. Who the fuck are you, huh? You're a hypocrite. How about that? You're being a hypocrite to me. That's what you're doing, okay? I can't believe you're doing this to me. I can't fucking believe it. Nobody's doing anything to you. You made a choice. No, I didn't. I didn't make a choice, okay? I went and I got a drink. Then horrible things happened, okay? It happens. Oh, please. I saw you in the club. You loving it, feeling important for once. Congrats. You're in it no, no, now. No, 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 no. You know what? You know what? I don't care. Okay, the second you stop this car, I'm gone. All right, I'll run. I'll go right to the fucking airport. I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> Too late for that, cabroncito. You run, we'll find you, and we'll kill you. And we'll kill your mom, too. He stops the car. That's the garage where he works. There's a crappy garage across the street. John John reaches into the glove box. He pulls out a pistol. He hands it to Henry. Here you go. We should wait until it's dark. Henry stares at the gun in his hand for a long, silent moment. We time-lapse until night. Henry gets out of the car shaky and takes a few steps toward the garage. He turns back to John John. We see his eyes are welled up, vulnerable. Help me, please. Look, that guy in there, he's a piece of shit. And he's going to die whether you do it or not. At least if it's you, you save yourself. Did that help? <laughs> Henry looks at him speechless. He turns and starts the slow walk to the garage. After a few steps, his phone buzzes. He looks at it. It's Rose. He presses ignore. We go to the interior of a nice restaurant at the same time. Rose hangs up her cell. She looks sad and embarrassed as she takes a sip of her wine. She's alone at the table wearing a dress. We go back to Carlo's auto shop, continuous. Henry walks in. He looks around but doesn't see anyone. Just then, Carlo walks in. Papo, you need something? Um, uh, yeah, hi, hi. I, I, was, I was just wondering if, uh, you, you know, do you guys do uh, transmission, you know, transmission work on, like, Toyota Camry? Uh, this is a garage, so yeah. Piece of shit Carlo, huh? What year? It's, uh, it's an 08. Carlo checks his computer. Henry pulls out the gun, but can't do it. Carlo looks up, and Henry tries to hide the gun behind his back. What the fuck is that? What was what? That gun you put behind your back. 
Carlo backs out of the room. Henry takes the gun out. No, 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 stop. Don't move, don't move. Okay, don't move. Right. Who the fuck are you? No, 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 okay, relax, relax. Okay, let me explain, let me explain. Okay, how I'm, I'm supposed to kill you. Carlo reacts. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. For two seconds, okay? I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, I, look, I don't want to do this, all right? Believe me, all right? But but Angel and Diego, I mean, they're like, you know, you gotta, you know, it's like a fucking thing with these guys. I don't know what the hell's happening, all right? <laughs> Look, if we work together, then we can make something work together. We can find, figure this out together, okay? In our own way. Like how? You just leave. Yeah, yeah, just leave. Leave Florida forever, all right? That's it. That, that way. Yes, yes. Just leave. That's it, okay? And then they'll think I killed you, and everyone wins. Everyone Carl wins. actually considers this for a long moment. Oh, God, you know what? You got to go with me on this, all right? Okay, look, I never want to fight, okay? Let alone a murder. You know, I don't know. I've never murdered anyone, okay? This can't work. Carlo looks Henry up and down. He suddenly gets very, very calm. Okay. Henry's relieved. Okay. okay, wow, this is great. This is great, thank God. Carlo grabs a huge wrench. Here's a different idea. Why don't I take this wrench and beat your fucking skull in? Okay, wait, what, what? No, 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 I feel like my idea was better. Like, Carlo starts walking closer and Henry backs up. I don't think you can do it. I mean, you said you've never done this no, before. No, that's not what I meant. I said I've never done, I've never like taken a shot at someone in a garage. It's a different <laughs> thing, okay? Please stop, just Carlo stop. Carlo keeps walking. We go close on the gun, but Henry can't pull the trigger. No! Carlo swings the wrench at Henry. Henry blocks it, but falls to the ground, drops his gun. Carlo gets on top of him, wrestling. No, Henry, Henry yeah. grabs the gun. They both have their hands on it, struggling. No, 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 Carlo no, no, no. pulls it away from Henry, but falls forward onto his elbows and shoots himself huh. in the neck. Huh. Carlo drops the gun and sits up and covers the hole in his neck with his hands. He and Henry look at each other, both very scared. Oh. Then, after a long, silent beat, hushed. Oh. Are you okay? Right then, blood shoots out of Carlo's neck, pouring all over Henry's face. Ah. Carlo collapses on top of him, almost immediately dead, bleeding out. Henry is in shock. From now on, it's as if Henry is underwater, all sound garbled. John John shows. He pulls a dazed Henry out of the garage. We go into John John's car. The sound is still muted as John John tosses Henry a rag. Henry, dazed, wipes most of the blood off his face. And we go inside that old nightclub at night. Music thumps as Henry enters. Angel jumps up and grabs him, excited, says something, but Henry still can't hear. Hey, Henry! finally, he hears. Henry! Henry snaps out Henry! of it. Henry! Henry! Yeah. Why are you crying? We reveal that Henry still has remnants of blood on his face and collar. He takes a second to respond as tears roll down his cheeks. Um, I'm just so happy I killed that guy. <laughs> Angel smiles and laughs. They go forehead to forehead again. You did that for me, brother? I fucking love you, man. Everyone is there. Diego gives Henry a slight nod. You're okay. Henry covers, but he's not okay. Not even a little. Angel holds out cocaine for Henry, and Henry doesn't hesitate this time. He does it all. And we're outside the nightclub that night. Henry stumbles out the back, puts his hands on his legs, and tries to breathe in full panic attack. All of the events of the past three days crash down on Henry's shoulder as he looks up to the heavens crying. He tries to gather himself, but can't completely. He just stands there alone. And just then, this image of Henry turns into a black and white photo. As we reveal his picture is being taken, we match cut back to that same police station. Henry's picture is now on the board. Rose and the others are there as Captain Miller is in the middle of a briefing. Anyway, we have no idea who this new asshole is, but he's already pretty comfortable with the Perez family. Rose reacts and makes a very big decision. I know him. 
He had a crush on me growing up. I can get to him. Attica. And we cut to black. <laughs> <laughs>